Welcome to the Real Life English Podcast, where we help dedicated English learners just like you cultivate the courage, the confidence, and the skills that you need to understand real life native English, to communicate clearly with people from all around the world, and to make your life an epic global adventure. Now, are you ready to go beyond the classroom and start living your English? Can I get an aw, yeah? Slang is unavoidable no matter what language you're learning, and it's becoming increasingly more common in movies, TV series, and especially on social media. It's also one of those aspects of language which isn't usually taught in the classroom, even though it's an important part of becoming proficient in any language. In our podcast today, you will learn 10 useful slang words and expressions that you can use to make your conversations more interesting. Yeah, boys and girls, citizens of the world, this is Ethan from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, convenient, and mind blowing way to learn English. So, download this podcast and listen to it while you're stuck in traffic, riding the bus, chilling with some friends, or even doing kettlebell swings. Ooh, I'm joined here in the Global Studio, like every week, by the most Lekka teacher in all of South Africa. Kasse. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> did I use that correctly? You totally did. Perfect. <laughs> would that be considered slang in South African English? Yes, it would. So you would never use this in a formal or academic way. You would just use it in a casual sense. Yeah, casual conversation. When you're chilling with your brews. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to pick up on the South African slang, right? <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> I'm impressed. So, as we've already mentioned, today's podcast is all about different slang. So, some of these things we've already said you'll be learning. But before we get into any of that, we have a shout out for a very dope podcast listener and app user out there. So Ajmal says, thanks a lot, real life English community. My English listening and understanding level was very low. Since I joined this real life app and listening to some podcasts, it's helped me a lot. Now I understand native English very easily and confidently. Once again, thank you so much, real life English team. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much, Ajmal, for taking the time to leave us that five star review. So glad to hear you're enjoying the app. And you, dear listener, we will do our best to shout you out too. If you want to go and try the app, you enjoy it, leave us a five star review in your favorite app store. That way we can find you. And I know you all are keen to start learning some slang, but before we get into that, we have a kick ass quote. So today's quote is by Richard Branson, and the quote is My attitude has always been if you fall flat on your face, at least you're moving forward. All you have to do is get back up and try again. That's quite humorous. I, I love that. <laughs> so, what does it mean if you fall flat on your face? If you fall flat on your face, it usually means that you make a mistake. Like while trying to do something, you fail or you make a mistake. Yeah. It's,、uh, you might think of like someone. Actually, walking and tripping or something like that, or, or trying to do something new. Like, I think of someone on a skateboard might often fall flat on their face, right? Because you're new at it, you're, you might trip up and, and fall flat on your face. Yeah, like, you know, especially I think it's, it's 
what you just said, like to add on to that, like you're trying something new, you're taking a risk, you know, you're trying to do something that you've never done before. Right. Um, so, you know, we, we sometimes think that when we try new things, when we fail, we think that we should like stop trying because we, we, we weren't successful. But in fact, you know, as Richard Branson says, you know, that's usually the first, the first part of trying. When you try, you're bound to fail at some point. So yeah, keep going get back up and try and again. For people who don't know Richard Branson, he's a an immensely successful entrepreneur. So I think he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I actually heard uh, probably a couple of years ago now, but there was a really great interview of him on the Tim Ferriss show that I highly recommend you listeners check out uh, because he's just so inspiring. And obviously he, he has like... Um, he has an airline, which is quite popular for like it kind of revolutionized, I think, the service in the in the airline industry. Uh, and I believe now he's like working on something like a space program or something like that. So he's a little bit like Elon Musk or something. So quite interesting just hearing his stories. I know he's also really into extreme sports and things like this. And he shares a bunch about that. Yeah, he's quite he's quite an interesting um, character. He's one of those people who, if you follow right. him, like there's always he's always doing something new, something different, which is pretty cool. So we'll be sure to link that interview in the show notes of this podcast, which you can find in the description or over at realifeglobal.com. But without any further ado, let's jump into today's main topic, all about some of the best slang that you're going to want to understand and start using in your English communication. So, Kase, why don't we start out with some reasons why people should learn slang? Because maybe they might think, you know, I'm never going to go live in an English-speaking country. I don't have any friends from English-speaking countries, so why would I need this? So the first reason you might want to start learning slang is that it makes it easy for you to communicate more freely and informally. Yeah, I think that slang is just like... Um... It's kind of like a spice that you can use mm, with your English or any other language that you're using. Like if you have, if you're dear listener, if you ever cook, you know that maybe adding like some cinnamon or some, some, uh, some curry or some chili pepper might just make the dish taste a little bit better. Of course, if you put too much in, then you're going to ruin the dish. But using it a little bit, it's kind of gives you the sense of more fun or a little bit more, um, flexibility with the language. So there's many cases where you might want to use this. And depending on the slang, you definitely need to be aware of, of each slang term's use. But depending on the slang, some of it is used so commonly that you would even hear it, you know, in your office. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think like knowing when to use it is very important. So as you just mentioned, like, you know, you could use it in the office, certain slang words you can use in the office and some you might just want to reserve for like private conversations with friends. But I think it's it's a it's a really great way to, as you said, add spice, add some variety to your vocabulary. So the second reason you want to learn slang is that words like twerking and buzzworthy are not formally applicable, yet they have made their way to conventional English communication. Exactly. So understanding slang is really important if you want to stay current, be this that you're wanting to be able to understand things that you're seeing on social media, like Instagram. And it allows you to keep up with changes in the language, be it your own 
or be it another language that you're learning. I know even for me living outside of the United States, when I go back and I'm hanging out with my friends, there's always evolutions to the slang that people are using. So it's really interesting just to see how that can happen in a really short amount of time. That's true. Like, um, I think like a few years ago, I didn't know what twerking was. <laughs> like, who knew what twerking was? Like, it's it's crazy. Um, and now it's something that we, you know, I think most people know exactly what it is, even if you've never twerked or seen twerking, like you probably know what it is. You know what it is, yeah. And if you don't, then you can Google twerking, I guess, and you'll you'll find out pretty quickly. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, yeah. Miley Cyrus twerking was quite um, a social media, um, a viral moment, I think, on social media. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's there are quite a few of those, but I think hers was probably the most famous <laughs> twerk moment. So learning slang is also important because sometimes words that you use in your everyday speech will also have an alternative meaning, like a slang meaning to it. And so when you learn it, then you know you're making sure that in different contexts, you're still understanding the same word. So you're you're avoiding these sort of misunderstandings, which can be quite common. Exactly. So I think as, as you've mentioned before, like th- with the spice, like using the right words in the right situation is important. So for example, a word like we just spoke about, like with you know, buzzworthy. It's a word that started out as a slang word and now it's totally normal. It's a normal, acceptable word to use. But then there are words that you mentioned, like, um, what up? <laughs> no, what like, up? <laughs> what up? I mean, you wouldn't say that to your boss, right? Or right. maybe depending on who your boss is, but most bosses, you probably wouldn't be like, you know, sup, homie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. It, once you know what which words are acceptable and which aren't, it really helps you to communicate in the right way. Right. And the fourth reason you might want to learn it is that it's a great way to connect with the culture, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, are there, is there like Spanish slang that you've learned? I know you're learning Spanish like right now, so. I mean, yeah, I've... There's, there's a lot of it and like people use it here all the time. So definitely if you want to go live in the U S or the UK or South Africa, uh, it's good to learn like at least a little bit of it, even if you don't want to use it in your speaking, which is, is also fine. Like I don't use much slang when I speak, but you need to Mm -hmm. understand it because you know, when you're around people, uh, like here, for example, people always say like, um, something as la leche. And if I didn't know what that means, it means milk, literally. But if I didn't mm-hmm. know the slang meaning of that, then it's like, why are they saying this thing is the milk? You know. <laughs> uh, and the same thing obviously happens in English. Like one word we have on this list here is that something is the bomb, is how it mm-hmm. used to be said, or you can even take off the article. If you don't know what that means, which we'll talk about later, then <laughs> you know, you'd be like trying to connect it to the word bomb. And you're like, what, you know, what, what does this have to do with something explosive. I don't know. Uh, so I think you don't want to be the one who's left out of the conversation because you don't understand. Right. Yeah, that's perfect. Like, I think, um, like for example, in, in, as you, you mentioned, like with South African slang, you know, we have so many different words that have now become sort of part of just natural everyday conversation. So these words are normal to us in South Africa, but if we were to use them outside of South Africa, no one would know what we're saying. Hmm. So that's why, like, if I were to travel to the UK, I would definitely want to understand, you know, UK slang. Or in the US, I think it's it's better. It's a lot easier because we, you know, consume a lot of uh, American media. Yeah, so it's a lot easier to learn. 
Yes, slang from the U.S. And then what's the final reason that people might want to learn slang, Kese? So the final reason is that slang speeds up your communication. People can today use wanna in place of want to and gonna instead of going to. The result is that the American way of speaking is sleeker and more upbeat. Right? It is. It definitely is, I think. And I think every every country has like its own, right? That, uh, I don't know, mm, like in the UK, yeah. for example, that they say in it instead of isn't it. So it's a, it's a yeah. little bit, it rolls off the tongue a little bit easier than having to pronounce a full isn't it. That's true. That is true. Um, so I think like with slang, it's really just a good way to sound more natural, like fit in. And also just for, for understanding. So if you're watching a series, like a British or an American series, and you hear these kind of things that you're not like completely lost and confused because you you haven't learned them yet. Uh, and it's quite common with connected speech. So uh, there's some of these are so common that like the first one we had on our list is probably most of you listening have heard what's up, which by the way, I think most learners, that's one of those mistakes a lot of learners make is that when they say what's up, they say good, you know, <laughs> but what's up is actually asking, you know, um, kind of like, what are you doing or what's happening? So your answer should be not much or actually explaining what you're doing. Uh, but this is so common in most places where English is spoken that we've found different ways to shorten it. So we have connected speech there of like, we don't say what's up, but we'll say what's up. And because it's so common in the U.S., we've just taken off the part of what and just left the sup. So you, you might hear people just say as a greeting, sup. Yeah. Uh, we also had here, what up? what up or what up Ruth? What was, yeah what up what up with you yeah um yeah i think it's it's exactly that with <clears throat> with sup we don't use that here in south africa but we might say what up we might do that one i think mm -hmm. it might be but definitely not sup um i i didn't know actually you know listening to you like i didn't know that people think that it's a like a, that they should the response to this should be fine i didn't know that a lot of learners are confused about that because it's it's such a common greeting that they confuse it with that, like, how are you? Or, you know, the, those kinds of expressions. Okay, I get it now. I see. I would just say, yeah, I'm all good. Or what's up? No, all good. Like, I would really answer the same way. Yeah, they what's would... up? All good. Yeah, all good. Everything's Not fine. much. Like, do bang. Or there's like, like a really it's, corny it's joke. Okay. If someone asks you what's up, you could say the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The next one we have on this list is one that maybe dear Andrea, who has just had, she informed us she had her baby. So it's one she's going to be using a lot. I'm sure. I'm sure it's one that you've used a lot, Cassie, with your little one. Uh, that new parents often don't sleep very well. So what might you say to someone in a slang way about how you're feeling? I would definitely say, oh, I'm so beat. I'm really beat right now. <laughs> I definitely, uh, my, my brother and sister-in-law, they use that a lot when they had their, I mean, even still their kids don't sleep that great, but they both were terrible sleepers. Uh, so oh, no. I think they, they felt beat most of the time. Yeah. So beat is like a slang way of saying that you're really, really tired. And earlier we were speaking about some other ways that you could say that um, in a slang way. Uh, you mentioned the common way that people say 
this in the UK. What is that? Yeah. In the UK, this was actually quite funny because the first time I lived with a British person, I remember like him saying that and being like, what the heck does that mean? And it's knackered or knack. I would say knackered, but I don't think that, that it's like not used in American English. So it's knackered. Knackered. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's common in South Africa too. Some people use it when they're very tired. I think I'm knackered right now. Um, but I think that like, it's not, uh, as common as, as it is in the UK. Mm-hmm. And there's one that's not, that might be like an equivalent. It's not so common in the U S nowadays. I could be wrong actually, but <laughs> I don't think it's so common. I, I don't use it so much, but it's a quite funny one. That's pooped. You could say you're pooped is like, you're really tired. Uh, but yeah, we could use beat or pooped would both work fine. Or you could just say you're exhausted. You're really tired. Pooped sounds like one that children, like one of those, you know, we spoke about <laughs> children slang. Poop I'm sounds pooped. like something for children. Yeah. I don't know. It gives me Maybe. that. Maybe. I don't know. Impression. Definitely a little kid. If you said like, I'm pooped, they probably start giggling, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. Cause it has like, obviously the other meaning. Um, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard anyone use pooped before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's why I said maybe it's not super common nowadays, but you could hear it. Um, And it reminds me of a slang expression that you might hear someone say, which is hit the sack. Would you Mm. say that in South Africa? Like you say, you could say, I'm beat. I'm going to hit the sack. Exactly. Yes, we would use that in in South Africa. Um, Hit the sack, hit the hay, right? That's the other one. Hit the hay, yeah, you could say as well. Yeah, but yeah, they. I don't know if I think it's it's um, it is common here, but I think we would use hit the hay more than hit the sack. But both of those mean go to bed, that, right? Yeah, that you're ready to go to bed. You're so tired and you're ready to go to bed. Mm-hmm. So that's a really great phrase that you can learn. I'm beat. I'm gonna hit the sack. It's like a, instead of just saying good night or something like that, it can it can be a little bit more fun way, right? So another really common one that we have in American English, you'll hear people use all the time. Most listeners probably know cool. We'll say cool a lot. You can use that, I think, in almost any situation, even at work and whatnot. But another really common one is we'll say sweet. Like, you know, that something tastes sweet, but we'll also say that is like, you know, something's really cool. And we use that all the time, like as a response. Like if someone says, um, I don't know, do you want to go to the movies later? Sweet. It's like, that's like, that sounds awesome. You know, you can use this all the time is kind of like a one word answer to things. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, I think like with sweet, um, it reminds me of like lekker, like we spoke about earlier, because it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's the same. It has the same meaning. Um, also you said like you could use it as like a one word sort of response, like, ah, sweet. But, um, I'm still a bit unclear. Like, I don't know, maybe our listeners feel the same way. Like, what does it mean? Like, why are you saying it's sweet? Like, what does that actually <laughs> mean? Like, great? Fantastic? Is it, like, why sweet? Yeah. yeah. I suppose, like, it's saying, yeah, that that would be awesome. That would be cool. That would be fantastic. That kind of thing. Um, I suppose because sweet things are good, right? In general, we like, most people like ice cream, chocolate, candy. So it's kind of saying that something's really great, I guess, as we, we translated that sweet. Yeah. But you could say too, like, I don't know. Okay. A slang phrase again, like sweet ride would be if you like see someone, they have an awesome car or motorcycle, or I think even a bike. Sweet deal. Yeah. Like, oh, I got a sweet, I got a sweet deal on these shoes or something like that. Right. Got a great deal. 
Or you could say, I got a sweet deal on these kicks. That would be another slang, right? <laughs> kicks for shoes. Kicks. So many of them once you start thinking about it. Exactly. <laughs> like, and they, they are, like you said, kicks. Like, is this, um, you can use kicks, obviously they're shoes, um, but mm-hmm. are there any kind of shoes? I think sneakers. Like only sneakers? there's like something called like sneaker heads, like people who collect sneakers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think they tend to be more like that, like the ones that look more sporty, you know, from from Nike or Adidas or kicks. <laughs> I like it. Just a quick interruption to ask you a question. Do you ever feel frustrated when you are listening to a podcast? watching a TV series, or you are in a conversation in English and you do not understand what is said, wouldn't it be great if there was some way to understand real English without getting lost and without getting bored? Well, now there is. With our Real Life Native Immersion course, we will take you on a 41-week real-life adventure of the English language each week exploring a different topic connected to our goal to help you understand and use your English in the real world. Just imagine understanding your favorite TV series without subtitles, or confidently speaking with someone and comprehending everything they say. You can do it, and we're here to help. And the best part is, you can try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com pod to sign up. That's P-O-D. Or simply click the link in the description of this episode. So the next one we're going to do is getting hitched. This is a really funny one. (laughs) Yeah. This is one that I really like because it reminds me of a movie that I absolutely love. Um, It's... It's one of my favorites, actually. Do you know what it is? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it has Will Smith. That's the one. So getting hitched <laughs> means getting married. Um, and you could say, for example, oh, no, my, you know, my brother got hitched last weekend or my friend's getting hitched next year. So it's a really fun one. I really, really like this one. Yeah. What does that literally mean? Like, I think like if you hitch something it's to connect two things right yeah like i think you like for example you hitch a trailer on a on a truck in the us this is really common cuz people have like these really big trucks and stuff and they like to mm-hmm. tow around their their boat or their their trailer or whatever the case is and i think you have you like have a i think they even call this like a hitchback or something like that yeah. it's like the yeah. the thing that you have on the back of it so that'd be like a hitch so i always think you're like connecting it's funny because you're like connecting two things together. Actually, like one is dragging the other technically in the... <laughs> technically. <laughs> <laughs> technically. Um, but yeah, it's it's that. It sounds like one, one person's happier about that arrangement than the other one, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I guess it's similar to another expression we have for this, which would be tie the knot. Like you're, mm. you're going to tie the knot. My my brother just tied the knot. Yeah, to tie the knot, though, again, that connecting uh, symbolism there. Mm-hmm. Unity, marriage. And have you ever seen, I don't know if there's this tradition in South Africa of where uh, the newlyweds, would it be called the, the couple that just got married, after the, the ceremony, they'll drive off, right? And mm-hmm. usually on the back of the car, they might write... Um, just got married or just married, but you might also see just got hitched. Oh, no, we don't do that. I've seen it in movies though, like, but no, I've never <laughs> there seen you it. Go. It's, is I think it's more common thing? in movies than real life, but people, people do <laughs> okay. it. You'll see sometimes these cars driving around with the just got hitched or just got married. 
Yeah. Another thing that I, you know, sorry, on the topic of getting hitched, but another common thing in movies is that like people always tie those tin cans to like, yeah, I guess, and it makes or, like the noise. I don't, yeah. I'm guessing that's not legal anymore because I just think that would be like not, <laughs> not great for other cars because they would fall off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a hazard. So I don't think I've ever yeah. seen that. But one of the, like culturally, a lot of times when you see this, people start honking their horns, you know, to, to congratulate the new couple. Yeah. I really think you should do like uh, Ethan's, like, like breaking those sort of like <laughs> things that we see in movies, like or that we non-Americans. Yeah, it'd be a great lesson. That would be so cool. <laughs> like, like this is something so common in movies, but, you know, Ethan's going to debunk those, like... Yeah. It's not real. Because I think that's what most people think about the U.S., right? Is I, I remember yeah. when I was in Germany, something I found hilarious was I had one friend who's like, you know, there's a lot of hot girls on MTV. Are <laughs> are all girls in the U.S. that hot? It's like, <laughs> like no, it's television. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? But yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, but it's the same with Brazil. Yeah, but Brazil really does have like they're all beautiful there. Like it's, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, but that brings up another slang term, hot, in case people don't, I think a lot of listeners might know that, but in case someone doesn't. Yeah, hot. So when something is hot, we know that it's warm, but when we refer to people being hot, we mean that they are really good looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any South African slang for this? No, <laughs> I don't think so. No. Really? Oh, it's surprising. But yeah, you could say like, also like she's a babe or he's a... Would be like he's a hunk. I don't hear people using those often, but yeah, hunk and babe are like the standard. I guess it's just I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> My slang's outdated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an alternative though, so I'm not much better. I, I really can't think of anything else though, but hunk and babe, I think, are the standard ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about if you call a person like a in South Africa? Would that be like something like they're they're attractive? Or would it just mean they're cool? Yeah, you can say he's a... If you say someone is lekker, you, it could be that you can say she looks lekker. So like she looks mm. delicious. She looks... Or he yeah. looks lekker. Like he looks yummy. Yeah. <laughs> you could yeah, use, you could it use in that, that way. in American English. Yummy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yummy. I think delicious. I, I think we spoke about this with the food um, idioms <laughs> as well. I think describing people uh, as you know, saying someone is delicious or yummy or they look yummy, I think is quite a common one in English. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite funny. Nice. Start comparing <laughs> people to food. Okay. So earlier we looked at sweet and we have a couple other ones here that are like that, that are really useful. So a couple of them are sick or bomb. I believe earlier I even said dope. That would be, a, I think probably quite an American one. So would you use all of these in, in South Africa? I think that teenagers would definitely use that. Um, <laughs> Sick, bomb, dope. I think, yeah, I think among like the younger generation, <laughs> I think they would use it, but I wouldn't personally use them. Yeah. I think though, if you're, if you're on social media or if you're watching TV series, you've, you hear these ones all the time, uh, because I don't know, obviously, uh, people tend to, to speak a lot like that way. Uh, and so Nowadays, cool is completely acceptable and people use it a lot. But like nowadays, there's a lot of variety and every generation has their own too. Like probably my parents would use very different words for this than, than I would use or that I would have used when I was younger, at least. Yeah, that's that's so true. I think with like, I think cool 
because it has so many different meanings, like it doesn't only mean awesome or, you know, like sick or whatever, but <laughs> because cool could refer to the way that, you know. Mm, yeah. Like stay cool, be cool. <laughs> yeah. Like your personality, the way that you are, your demeanor, your, you know, this is a really cool mm-hmm. person. Um, I, I think it, it just, it's never going away. It's one of those slang words that I think it's, it's like etched into all of us. Mm. Like we're never going to stop using that word. Um, yeah. It's timeless. And we use, we have like other words like cool that we use. Like, um, I think two, I said earlier in the, I think er- earlier I used one, which is like chill or chill out. Chill out. So yeah, like, like similar to cool because they both mean something that's not hot, but, yeah. um, to chill just means to like relax and not, you know, worry about anything. Just, yeah, just relax. Yeah. It's, uh, if you chill out, like that, that's one we might use too a lot is like chill out with your friends is like, you're just, you're hanging out with your friends. You're, you're passing the time with them. Right. Exactly. So like we, um, we would use that, like, I'm going to chill out with my friends or, you know, as I, as I mentioned, like sometimes you have a busy day and you want to chill out. So that could just mean like, I want to, you know, have a bath and (laughs) relax. Yeah. It's whatever that is Um, for you, right? Like reading a book or listening to some music or doing something that's just low key, doesn't require a lot of energy, allows you to recharge the batteries. Yeah. You used another one now. You said low key. Um, This has become a popular trendy uh, word that people are, especially young people are using a lot these days. So low key is like one of those words that has become trendy because it means like, like these days it means like not obvious, obviously that's mm-hmm. what it means. Like not obvious, uh, subtle. Uh, so not being, <clears throat> not not showing your emotion, not showing your true feelings completely. So it's like just sort of like low key liking something mm-hmm. or low key um, being interested in things. Sorry, went on a tangent yeah. there on a trendy. And word. you could use that. You could use it too with like. Uh wanting to have something that's more calm and everything like you say, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to have a big party. I just want to have something low key with a few close friends. Yeah. I think that's the real, the true definition of low key, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also on Maybe. the down, on the down low, like secretive, we say, Oh, he's keep it on the DL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we even abbreviate <laughs> and similar to, we said like something's chill. Like, uh, I don't know. My weekend was really chill. It's kind of like I, I just relaxed at home or, you know, you can imagine that person, they didn't do anything too exciting or, um, but we could also say laid back in the same way, right? It's like, you know, it was a, it was a really laid back party or, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that kind you of thing. You could describe someone as laid back as well. Like you could say you could, he's yeah. a very you laid could, back guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you could also say he's very chill, right? He's a chill guy. Mm-hmm. If something's even, if, if we want to even take it a step further, something's even more than cool, we could say something is epic or legendary, or you could say someone is a legend. So <laughs> for example, you could say, um, if your weekend wasn't so low key or it wasn't so laid back, you could say like, maybe you went to an epic party. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, as you said, like, uh, someone could be epic, an event could be epic, anything that is like, as you said as well, um, better than cool. It's, it's even better than awesome. I think it's like Mm -hmm. mind blowingly great. Then it's epic. Yeah. Which is probably like another one, right? Mind blowing something that (laughs) 
blows your mind, something that's that's uh, super surprising or or amazing, incredible, hard yeah, to believe. Exactly, hard to believe. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> wonderful, surprisingly incredible. We have another one we mentioned earlier, I believe, because we said uh, I think I mentioned a cheesy joke. So what does that mean if you say something's cheesy or uh, another word we might use a lot for this is corny? So when something is cheesy or corny, it's really silly and not actually funny or not actually enjoyable. It's just (laughs) kind of, it makes you feel really awkward. It makes you feel kind of like uncomfortable because it's, oh no, I think I'm going too far now. I think that's how I feel about corny and cheesy things, but some people (laughs) like it. Um... But yeah, it's cheesy and corny things are usually things that are silly and um, not really funny. <laughs> and so if someone, if, uh, I don't know, if someone said, for example, that they saw a cheesy rom-com, what kind of movie would you imagine? Yeah, it's probably one I wouldn't go and see, but I also think that like it's something that would be rather predictable. And maybe a bit boring to watch. Nothing unexpected, just like very predictable. They tried (laughs) to make jokes and it wasn't so, yeah, you didn't, you didn't really laugh. You're just like, ah, that's so cheesy. Yeah, that's so cheesy. We kind of talked about, well, you mentioned lame and then like a little bit more than lame, we could even say it's kind of like there's cheesy or, I mean, it's not so bad. And then lame would be like a little bit worse. And I think even worse than that would be like, it sucked. Like it was, it was terrible, you know? Um, or something's of really poor quality, right? Like, so if you said like that rom-com sucked, it's like, oh man, what a waste of my time watching that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I like how you're, you know, you're referring to the quality of the movie here. Um, I don't know. I've never thought about it being the quality. I just think it's like the, oh, I think it's everything. Like if it sucked, it just was, it was just like completely terrible not just the quality yeah. but yeah bought some new headphones and you're like oh how do they work you say and they kind of suck you know like they're yeah they're not very well exactly. made they were just cheap or they were mm-hmm. you know you could say it's a ripoff which means like you paid way too oh, much yeah. for it so it's not good quality mm-hmm. yeah that's true um so if you're referring to um a situation for example you can say oh no mm. that really sucked i you know i went to the to see a concert maybe and it sucked um, maybe yeah. it could. It doesn't have to necessarily be that the that the artist, you know, was poor, was <laughs> the artist like didn't perform well. It could just be that the situation was really bad. Yeah, um, tons of very crowded, and you're worried about getting COVID or something like that. People <laughs> yeah. aren't wearing masks. That could yeah. be nowadays. Uh, definitely, even if the music was good, maybe you would say it sucked because you just didn't feel very safe. Um, and you can use this also you know, if someone's telling you something that happened to them that, that wasn't good, you know, like maybe, I don't know, um, they got in a car accident and you're like, oh man, that sucks. Are you okay? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, that's true. To show like so an empathy, you know. That's true. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Um, I think it's, you should only use that though, like with your friends, because I don't think mm-hmm. you should you know, empathize with strangers and tell them it sucks. I personally <laughs> don't think so. It's more informal, right? Yeah, it can come across a little bit like cold and maybe a little bit sarcastic at times, but mm. so you're not being really sincere. Um, it might sound as though you're not being sincere, but 
yeah, yeah, it's a good one to know. And you probably want it's probably another one you won't say to your so much to your to your boss or to your grandma or things like this. Of course, it depends on who your grandma is, who your boss is, but in most contexts, <laughs> most bosses, most grandmas probably won't be using this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they wouldn't. Um, they wouldn't use this. It's it's one of those that just use it with your friends. Great. So hopefully you can start recognizing some of the, the slang that we've covered today in different situations, watching a TV series or maybe listening to a podcast or even hanging out with friends and put some of them to use. You know, go out and jump on the Real Life English app, maybe have a conversation with someone, try some of these out. Maybe if they don't know it, you can even teach them how to use these words that you learned because teaching is always one of the best ways to test your understanding of something and to, to really um, etch it in your memory. And we, we hope to see you next week on the Real Life English Podcast. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. Hey again, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Don't be a stranger. You can find all the notes like vocabulary, links, and more for this lesson on our blog at reallifeglobal.com. And connect with us and on Instagram at reallife.english for even more fun English recommendations. Do you want to continue your learning and get confident, fluent English? Then I have a couple great recommendations for you. First of all, check out our YouTube channel, Learn English with TV Series, where you can have fun learning to understand fast-speaking natives with your favorite movies, series, and more without getting lost, without missing the jokes, and without subtitles. Second, if you like our podcast, then our real-life native immersion course is perfect for you. It is the next best thing to studying abroad in an English-speaking country. Try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com pod to sign up. Finally, if you are enjoying our podcast, then please assist us in helping more people go beyond the classroom and live their English. You can do this by sending a link to this podcast to a friend or by leaving us a five-star review wherever you are listening. We might even shout you out on the podcast. Stay healthy and safe, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Aw, yeah.